Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up this Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, or as a savior's or? Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure. But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force to make you laugh so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor. Hello everybody, and welcome back to A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for, but we're bringing it to you anyway. I am your host, Dylan Reed Miller, and I have two guests joining me today. I'm Josh. And I'm Sarah. Thank you guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So we are on episode 10, which means, for those of you following along at home, minute 901 to minute 10. We begin this minute with our rich family hanging out and talking about the cat, I believe, right? I think that is right at the end of, uh, like, right at the end, like 859, 858. They mention the cat and he and Duffy wanders out. And then I think the start of the minute is them talking about ordering pizza. Yeah. And kind of treating the cat as some sort of, like, mass hallucination. Oh, did you see that? Did you see that? Well, yeah, you both saw it. Like, it's there. But maybe it isn't there. No, I saw its butthole. It's definitely there. I think it's the same shot, too, over and over again. Oh, it totally is. Well, I was talking about this in an earlier minute. We thought that every shot of the cat entering the room through the sliding glass door was the same shot, too. Yeah. So it's possible they reused just a ton of footage. The news came out that Eric Roberts literally did record his entire part in 15 minutes in a closet. Which is amazing, and I'm glad all of our suspicions have been confirmed. Yes, I would have been shocked if anyone said otherwise. They clearly only had the cat for 10 minutes. Every shot of it is repeated. So our minute's the first minute where we actually see the other characters in the movie, right? Isn't this the first time that we see the other family? Yes. Yeah, I think it is. Because so far we've only had the rich people and Franny the pool girl. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So then we go basically like down the hill or somewhere in, in space. Through the woods. We're not really sure. Everything just kind of exists in a void here. So it's hard to locate things, but. The mom is freaking out because she needs her shoes because... The, the people that she's catering an event for don't want to see her toes. Yeah, we get we get two two stock footage shots of the forest. And then we have the the mother yelling, Where are my shoes? Or has anyone seen my shoes? <laughs> I wish there had been a cutaway when she's like, They don't want to see my toes. Like there'd been a cutaway to her toes just to give us an idea of <laughs> Why they didn't want to see them. Maybe they were like, nice. Does she, have, does she have bad feet? The main problem I had with the, the mom character is that she's a caterer who works out of her home, which was really strange. Like, 
she's obviously trying, she has clients and she has big clients, but she still works out of her house, which was really weird to me. My mom actually used to be a baker and she baked out of our house. And so the problem that I have with her running a catering business out of the house is like, that's a really small kitchen. When my mom was a baker, like we had to put in an extra oven. You know, you can't run a business with one oven. Running a successful catering business is not just keeping the clients wondering what your toes look like. I was really disappointed, too, that this minute did not contain uh, the first mention of cheese puffs. Oh, oh I know. Me that's, too. That's a huge part later on in the movie. And I think she ends up saying it, what, like 30 Nine, or 40 times, times before so the movie's many times. over? But let's not steal other people's jokes. Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> then she talks to her daughter. So, yeah, she she yeah. rambles about how her best customers, whatever, whatever. And then the daughter chimes in with, did you look in the kitchen? The mother goes, yeah, they're not there. And I am inclined to believe her as, as Sarah has mentioned, it's a very small kitchen. Yeah. I mean, we basically (laughs) looked through the kitchen with her. The kitchen is like four feet long. No, the shoes are not in there. (laughs) And then the daughter says, hey, mom. And the mother goes, yes, Tina. And no, you cannot go to business school. No, no. (laughs) Business college. Or business college. Which is like just such a weird way of saying that. I feel like it's as if the daughter wants to go to clown school. And the mom is like, no, that's... Like like this is some weird... It's like her. she doesn't want her daughter to better herself. No, it's like, no, you're too smart. You'll follow in my footsteps. (laughs) You're too smart. You're too brilliant. You can't go and get the degree that's going to make you a viable part of the field that you want to be in. You're going to help me with yeah. my catering business. <laughs> and then and then she said that her mom tells her that she's too smart for her own good, like which is which is a weird thing to say to someone who's like I want to go to business school and do better. Like yeah. she's like, "Ah, you're you're too smart for your own good, so stay here with me." Or what would she say? We'll find scholarships for you. Yeah, which, I, that's a legitimate argument, but at the same yeah. time, it's presented in such a weird way. Yeah, like she's saying the problem is they can't afford it, which is a very relevant problem. So, like, yeah, going for scholarships is like a thing they should be trying to do, not like shutting her down it's just so weird because it's as if this is some sort of consolation prize like no you can't go to business college but next year we'll look at scholarships for you like shockingly this movie doesn't make sense in this minute (laughs) so and then and then the daughter what drops a hint about her her website which you know of course plays a huge part later on in the movie so you know for people who want to listen later on that's like a a teaser for what's to come because she's got this great idea for a website and it's pretty great. It is. Indeed. It is a really great website idea. She says, uh, she says her website's going to make a lot of money. And the mom goes, I'm sure it is. And then doesn't. And then our minute ends. The mom treats her like she's like a five-year-old. It's like when you're with like a little kid and they tell you what they want to be when they grow up. And it's like, I want to be a princess astronaut. Or something. And it's like, sure, you're going to be a great princess astronaut. And it's like, no, she wants to make a website. <laughs> I don't understand why yeah. you're so skeptical. <laughs> She's dreaming big. She is very condescending to her yeah. also. She's literally talking down at her. Yeah. She's leaning over the back <laughs> of the couch. But she's also just very like, I promise we'll look at scholarships next year. Like, well, that brings us to the end of our minute. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts on it? Hmm. I wish there was uh, more cat butthole, like we oh. talked about earlier. 
Absolutely. Um, you read my mind. I wish there were cheesy poof references uh, or cheesy puffs. I got my South Park and my talking cat uh, confused there for a second. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is a this is a good minute, though, because it does introduce us to the second half of uh, of the main characters of the film. So it's a good uh, I think it's a good pivotal moment. It sets up some things that will come into play a little bit later on. So yeah, and sets the sets the groundwork for for the rest of the film. And it also lets us know what kind of geography we're dealing with. No, it doesn't. Wherever this movie takes place, which is to say every kind of geography. <laughs> we start out. So I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we see um, shots of, like, you know, the tropical beach area at the very beginning. And this is when we get to see that, oh, there's also, like, a forest from the Pacific Northwest. You know, so it really lets you know what you're in for. The beginning isn't really a beach, but it is, like, a weird, like, rivers and, like, some mountains and stuff. But then also, like rainforesty yeah the shots we get in this one of the environment are more like central oregon i feel like yeah it's the power of cinema it can transport us nine thousand miles in less than a second <laughs> yeah david do whatever is such a brilliant filmmaker david Dukosu, i believe is how you pronounce that so that is uh that's our minute uh thank you to joshua and sarah for joining me thank you thank you please come back on later episodes we'd love to have you again sure yeah definitely Thank you all very much for listening to this episode of A Talking Cast. If you enjoyed it and you want to stay up to date with our future episodes, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash A Talking Cast or follow us on Twitter at A Talking Cast. That's all for now, everybody. See you next time. Bye. 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 Minute by minute. That's so they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's a that was episode 10 of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Dylan Reed Miller, with guest hosts Sarah Kathleen and Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. We all miss you, Maddox Bailey.